Well, God bless you. Welcome to the Wonderful Words of Life radio program. Praise God. What a session we're going to have today. Uh, We're going to be talking about our redemption in Christ Jesus and the things that have been imparted to us or made available to us uh, through the death, burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Praise God. Well, let's go ahead and pray and we'll get right into the word of God. Father, we're so thankful today for your goodness, for your mercy. Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. Your word is life. Hallelujah. So Holy Spirit. Uh, make the word come alive today and we'll give you praise and honor and glory for it. In Jesus name. Amen. This is a tremendous session we're going to have today. It's uh, a session that's going to talk about uh, the things that uh, have been freely given to us. Amen. Praise God. It's called a benefit. Amen. God loads us daily with benefits and healing is one of those benefits. And we're going to talk about that today. Now, the psalmist David in Psalm 103 uh, makes a declaration. Now, this is by the spirit of the living God. Amen. The Holy Spirit is not an influence. The Holy Spirit is a person, the third person of the Godhead. And now he has come to dwell on the inside of every believer. If you're listening to this broadcast and you've never made Jesus Christ your Savior and your Lord, uh, what are you waiting for? God has a rich treasure that he wants to bless you with. He wants to welcome you into his kingdom, praise God. But you've got to repent of sin and you've got to receive by faith the Lord Jesus Christ and confess him with your mouth. And the Bible says that when you do that, you will be saved. But for those of us who are born again and are walking in the way of the Lord, uh, there are benefits that God has already given to us. He's already blessed They're already in our spiritual storehouse, amen, waiting for us to appropriate in our life. Praise God, amen, forever. So the psalmist David in Psalm 103, he makes a declaration by the spirit of the living God, what God has delivered us from and what he has delivered us into. And so that is such a vital truth for every believer today uh, to know that, not just to know it, but then to be able to walk in it. So let's read the first five verses of Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice this. Who forgives all thine iniquities. Amen. That is an action of God. That's his heart. His heart is to forgive all of our iniquities. Now, if we're born again, amen, this is past tense. He has forgiven us all sins that are past, and we'll see that as we go along. Amen. But the main subject of this session is going to be healing. Notice that verse three, who heals all thy diseases. Amen. See, that's an action. Who heals all thy diseases? 
And then in verses 4 and verses 5, who redeems thy life from destruction, who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, and who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's a tremendous uh, redemption package that God has laid up for us. He did it before the foundation of the world was ever laid. Amen. And it's been affected now. Uh, through the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and our faith in Him. Praise God. Now, these things don't fall on us like ripe cherries off a tree. Now, they do sometimes, but not all the time. We have to appropriate them by faith. Praise God. So now the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, he reveals to us once again by the Spirit of God, amen, the Holy Spirit, he's teaching us now through the Word of God uh, how our deliverance from sin and the curse of the law is affected. Notice, how, notice what Paul says, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10, who has delivered us from so great a death? We have been delivered we have been delivered from death. Amen. Hallelujah. Death has been paralyzed in our life. We're talking about spiritual death. Amen. And he has granted us newness of life. So he has delivered us from spiritual death through the blood of Jesus. And he does deliver us from spiritual death. Amen. Every day we walk in this world being born again, children of God. Satan has no dominion over us. That power was broken long ago when Jesus came into our heart and life. Amen. Now, he will attack us just like he did Jesus. He may come at us from a, a frontal assault. Uh, he may come at us through, uh, through agents or emissaries. Amen. But listen, uh, we, don't, we don't have to uh, yield to the devil. We have authority over him in the name of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us and keeps us uh, from all sin. Amen. He does deliver us today, every day. Praise God. And in the future, he will yet deliver us. There is coming a day of deliverance. Praise God. So if you're in a testing and a trial today and it's hard on you, hard on your flesh, hard on your, your, your soul. Amen. It grieves your spirit. I'm telling you, deliverance is coming your way. Just hang in there. Just stay in faith. Amen. Just keep praying and keep thanking God for your deliverance. Amen. Actually do what, you know, we need to do what Paul did. But he says, but I, he, he rejoiced. He exalts. He exalts in tribulations. Knowing that tribulation works patience, patience, experience, experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. Why? Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Amen. God is not going to fail us because his love never fails. And we have the love of God on the inside of us. Praise God. So now, <clears throat> and we're going to read through Ephesians chapter uh, 2, verses 1 through 10. Uh, and, and we're going to read these uh, 10 verses in light of our redemption. See, we have been redeemed. Notice the first part of the benefits who has forgiven us all of our iniquities. He has, praise God, through faith in Jesus. All of our past sins have been washed away. Praise God. You know, the, the, the psalmist says, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far he has removed our transgressions from us. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, our past only exists in our memory. 
God does. He chooses not to remember our past sins because they've been washed away in the precious blood of Jesus. So let's go ahead and read Ephesians chapter two, uh, verses one through ten. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Notice that we're dead, not dead now. We're dead. Where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. See, Satan was our God at one time, but he's not our God any longer. Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit that now works and the children of disobedience. We were a, we were part of the children of disobedience, but not anymore. We've come under obedience through obedience. We've come under the yoke of Christ. Praise God. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. We're no longer in darkness, but we are in the light. Verse three says, among whom also we all had our conversation, our manner of life in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature. Notice that and were by nature and were by nature the children of wrath. Notice that and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. I want you to notice this now by nature. That's our spirit. Our mind, that's our soul, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, that's our body. Spirit, soul, and body were all sold under the yoke of sin. Amen. So when Jesus came into our life, when he forgave us and he granted us new birth, amen, that's affecting the whole man, our spirit. We received a new nature in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our spirit became now God's throne room where God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit all came into us and filled us. Amen. Praise God. The nature of sin then was obliterated. It was paralyzed. Amen. And no longer uh, 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 resides in our spirit. Our mind is a constant state of being saved. We are being renewed constantly as we spend time in prayer, developing prayer, spend time in the word of God, get under good teaching. Amen. Be obedient when it comes to the things of faith. Praise God. And when our flesh used to just uh, run around in the world, amen, because our mind was corrupt. And whatever we thought, our flesh would just go along with it. Well, we train our flesh to do the same thing now that we're born again. Amen. Our mind being renewed of the word of God. And we decide we're going to go pray. We're going to go to church. We're going to evangelize. We're going to go talk to our neighbors, witness to them. We're going to love on people. Praise God. And then our flesh just goes ahead and follows along with it. Amen. It may take some doing, but I'm telling you, our flesh uh, can be trained, amen, to follow our mind and, and our will, our spirits, praise God. So, but God, and I like verse four, but God, but God, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you're saved. And hath raised, now this is one of the benefits. Now this is, we're talking about redemption uh, realities, where we are positionally in Christ Jesus and has, notice the past tense, and has raised us up. Notice the past tense of the verb and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's where we are now positionally, praise God. Hallelujah. Once we come to that reality of our redemption in Christ Jesus, 
Hallelujah. We will not be lorded over by the world, the flesh, and the devil. We'll lord over and dominate the world, the flesh, and the devil. They'll have no part, no place in us. Praise God. Why? Because positionally now we have become heaven's creatures. We are heaven's creation. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. And one day we're going to dance up there with the angels and we're going to sing right along with the living creatures and we're going to pray and we're going to worship right along with the elders. Hallelujah. I tell you, our future as a believer is bright. It is glorious. But that's not all. Verse seven. Now, let's read it. That in the ages to come, in the ages to come, he might show us the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us. For by grace we are saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. That is our life right now. This is our life. God working in us molding us, making us his workmanship, ordaining us to the good works that God has called us to. Praise God. So that's that's us. He has forgiven us <laughs> of all our iniquities. But what we want to talk about now is we want to talk about who heals us of all of our diseases. Once again, let's look at uh, Psalm 103. Amen. Beginning in verse one, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. Forget not. Do not forget. Constantly remind yourself of these benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all thine iniquities. We've touched on that. And who heals all thy diseases. Not some of them, all of them. Every sickness and every disease affected by uh, in, in man or being affected uh, by, by the human man. All of that has been atoned for. There's not one sickness, not one disease that has not been affected by the blood of Jesus. Praise God. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. This is this is a redemption uh, passage. This is found in Romans chapter 3, verses 24 and 25, being justified freely by his grace <coughs> through the redemption in Christ Jesus. We have been delivered. Notice that. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Notice, through faith in his blood. That's how we have forgiveness of sins through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past. Remission means wiped out, cleansed, removed forever through the forbearance of God. See, God's granted us the new creature, the new, the new creation, the new creature, King James says. And we have become a brand new person inside. Amen. Hallelujah. And part of that new creation is healing for the body. Now, we know that from the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 53, verses one through five. Verse one begins, who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? 
Is the arm of the Lord being revealed to you today? Is it being revealed to us? It is because we believe the report. We believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the Lord says, by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm getting ahead of myself. So when we believe the report of the Lord, that's when the arm of the Lord is revealed to us. That's when we begin to see into these things we call benefits. Now, verse two talks about he who is going to go to the cross, he who is going to take our place. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness that we shall see him. There is no beauty that we should desire him. See, that's how the Lord Jesus grew up. He grew up as a man, the man, praise God, with a human body. And there was nothing really exceptional. There were exceptional things about him, but not to the degree that the people in Nazareth gathered around him. As a matter of fact, when Jesus, after he was baptized and entered into his ministry, he went to Nazareth. You know, he preached the gospel to them. Uh, they wanted to take him and throw him off the brow of the hill. That's his own town folk, people he grew up with. But something happened to him on the way to redemption, praise God. He stepped into that water, and when he came out of that water, he was a different man. You may have walked one way in your life, but you stepped into the water of salvation. Amen. And when you went under that water and when you came out of it, praise God, you, you were a changed person. Amen. Your destiny was just changed. You entered into God's destiny for you. And part of that destiny is not only to be forgiven of sins, but to be healed of all thy diseases. Praise God. Verse three says he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. That's talking about the Jewish race and all the Gentiles that absolutely refuse to bow their knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this broadcast today, and, you don't, and you're resisting the call of salvation coming from uh, Jesus Christ and being affected in your heart by uh, the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, you're going to bow your knee one day. You will. You may feel like I'm not going to do it today, but I'm telling you tomorrow you will. There will come a time you will have to bow your knee because Scripture tells us that every knee shall bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, and things under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. See, that day's coming. Well, why wait? Bow your head right now. Ask Christ to come into your heart and life right now, praise God. Get ready for the kingdom of God that's coming right now, praise God. Become a child of God and begin to receive all of these benefits. Verse 4 says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him smitten, uh, stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Griefs can be translated as sicknesses. And sorrows can also be translated pains. Jesus suffered our sicknesses and our pains on the cross for us. So we don't have to. We receive Jesus, we receive salvation, 
And the same moment that we receive salvation, we receive the healing for our body. It's all included. It's all part of the benefit package. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, how do I know that's the correct translation? Because Matthew writes in his gospel, chapter 8, verse 17, this is how in the Greek it's translated that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. Himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. So why do we have to take them? If Jesus took them, why do we have to take them? If Jesus bear them, why do we have to bear them? See, there's, there's liberty. There's perfect liberty. Amen. Paul writing to the Hebrews said, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Sickness and disease is bondage. It's a yoke of bondage. Jesus came to set us free. Hallelujah. So Jesus was wounded for our wounds and he was bruised for our bruises. He took our place. The chastisement, let's read verse 5 again, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And with the stripes we are healed. That's the most important verse that we're talking about today. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. Amen. We should have been wounded for our transgressions, but Jesus took our place. Uh, he was bruised for our iniquities. We should have been bruised for our iniquities, but Jesus took our place. Amen. We should have been chastised, but Jesus was chastised for us so that the peace of God would come on us. Well, if all of that is true, then the stripes that Jesus took, that we should have been stripped, that we should have been stricken with, we are healed. With his stripes, we are healed. The stripes that Jesus bore on his back were the stripes that you and I deserved. But Jesus took them for us so that we could have the benefit of healing today. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Notice Isaiah says, by his stripes we are healed. He's looking 700 years into the future to the cross, to Calvary. Peter now is looking decades backwards toward Calvary. It all points to Calvary. Both the future and the past all comes to that same point of reference. And that point of reference is the cross. That's where your sins and my sins were atoned for. And that's where our sicknesses and our diseases were also atoned for. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus bare our sins on the cross. He also bared our sicknesses and our diseases. Hallelujah. And by his stripes, we were healed. We can say that today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we are 2000 years in the future from the cross. But still that power is resident today. It's alive today. Amen. It was true back then. 
in the first century church by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's true today. The Holy Spirit hasn't changed. His word hasn't changed. God doesn't change. Amen. You and I may change, but not him. So Peter prophesied looking back to the cross. And that's the fixed point. For all of history, that's the fixed point. Because really, history is all about his story, the story of Jesus. Hallelujah. And his redemption. Praise God. Now, over in James chapter 5, verses 14 and 16, let me read this verse of scripture to you. Is any sick among you? <clears throat> let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. <clears throat> Actually, that word save, sozo, it also means to heal. You could say save or heal the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Notice that. Notice our forgiveness of sins and healing of sickness goes together. Amen. They're not separated. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much or makes tremendous power uh, available. And then uh, James talks about uh, Elijah and how he prayed up on Mount Carmel. So what is the Bible referring to when it says we should confess our sins one to another? Well, we don't hide our sin. If we have ought against somebody, we go to that person and we get it straight. We, get, we reconcile with our brother. If somebody has ought against us because we've done them wrong, we go to them and we reconcile. That's how we stay healed. Husbands, if you're treating your wife, if you're not treating her like a queen or like a, the, you know how she should be treated, it's going to affect your healing. So you, you, you treat uh, your wife like Jesus treats her with kindness and gentleness and meekness and love. Praise God. Now, in verse 15, this Greek word, harmatia, is, means to sin. It covers any type of sin. But notice it says, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, verse 15, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. I like the idea of sin when sin is in the singular, it's talking about the nature of sin. Sins and the plural of the things that we do. Sins of commission or sins of omission. Sins of omission being things that we know we should do, but we don't do them. Sins of commission, things we know we shouldn't do, but we do. We don't do that by habit. A lot of times we fall into things that we really don't, don't, we're tempted into and we don't mean to do it. Amen. We don't sin by, by will and by choice. We sin by exception. But there is forgiveness, praise God. So we ask the elders to come. And anoint us with all in the name of the Lord and pray for us. And when that prayer is offered by faith, see the prayer of faith, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when that prayer of faith is made for anyone who's sick, 
The Lord will heal them. The Lord will heal them. It's got to be prayed by faith and, and that healing has to be received by faith. Amen. See, if, if faith is not in the praying and faith is not in the receiving, healing's not coming. But when that person is healed, that person also receives forgiveness of sins. Now, in verse 16, the word trespass in the Greek is paratoma. And this word always refers to a trespass that a person commits or offends or affects another person in a negative way. Once again, when that person comes and he confesses his sin, Jesus is faithful and just to forgive that sin and cleanse him from all unrighteousness. So in James, in these verses, 14 through 16, what we're being told is that any sin, any sin committed will be forgiven when the oil is applied and the prayer of faith is made. Praise God. And if we confess our trespasses and we reconcile with those that we've hurt, those that have ought against us, forgive those that we have ought against them because they've hurt us. And when we pray, see, healing is affected. Now, here's the truth. There's a lot of Christians that do go forward to be prayed for, but because they're harboring unforgiveness, uh, they don't receive healing. There's a block there. So we deal with unforgiveness. Amen. Praise God. We deal with it. And we believe. Praise God that God will do just exactly what he said he will do. Amen. He will heal us. Amen. So, Father, we thank you so much for this time in the word. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and for your mercy. We give you praise and honor and glory. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, we take these things that have been taught and we rely upon the Holy Spirit to make them real in our lives. And we give you thanks for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you were to die today, that you would be prepared for heaven? If you're not sure, then I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Father God, I come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ. I repent and ask you to forgive me of my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I surrender my heart and life to you. By faith, I believe I receive you as my Lord and Savior, and I thank you for receiving me in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer and desire to know more about the gift of Christ that the Heavenly Father offers you, then email us at rbtc86 at gmail.com. We will be glad to answer your questions promptly and provide you at your request with materials that will help you to grow in your faith in the Lord Jesus. This is Patsy Dunning. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. And let me remind you to tune in to this station at the same time next week to hear more of the wonderful words of life. God bless you and remember what Jesus said. It is the Spirit who gives life.